With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash style. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. You guys, season six, episode eight, our life is not a movie, or maybe. I love that, or maybe. I mean, <laughs> it's like our, <laughs> this was like a Halloween episode. It was October 27th mm. of 2008. I mean, oh, I feel like such a buzzkill bitching about these episodes, <laughs> but this one was really poorly written. We it, were adorable. We were 
adorable. We were so cute. And I have to say, one of my best friends was over here and we were watching the episode last night. And she was like, oh, some of this dialogue is really sticky. She goes, but sidebar, the, the real hot takeaway of this episode for me is Hillary's so hot. I was like, that's, agree. That's really nice. We were acting our asses off. We were acting know? our asses off. Okay, friends at home. This, this episode. Oh God. <laughs> I'm just going to read the synopsis and then we're going to get it. into it. All right, <laughs> Lucas's novel receives unexpected and surprising interest, as does Marvin from his new intern. That is such a weird transition, even in the synopsis who wrote this. Sure, sure. <laughs> Jamie grows enamored of Sam while she continues her rebellious facade. Owen is back and trying to win Brooke over again. Peyton reconnects with family, and Nathan's basketball comeback gains momentum. I'm so thrilled to see that Peter Kowalski directed this episode because this is we why just, we all looked pretty. <laughs> we looked great. This is why we looked hot. Um, Peter is just such a dear. You guys have heard us talk about him before. He was a camera operator on our show, and then he became the director of photography, and then he started directing, and we just love him so much. Mm -hmm. But even Peter's beautiful eye could not make (laughs) some of the things we had to say less tricky to get out of our mouths. You know, I mean, okay, so you and I, we've had a big week. I was just out at Mm -hmm. Sundance, and you have been promoting Junction with Brian yeah. Greenberg. Yeah. And there is something about working with or like seeing the movies from people that we love and who mm-hmm. we're very dear friends with and seeing them climb this mountain, right? And yes. like get to the top of this thing and nail it. And it's yeah. so fun to watch. And mm-hmm. I don't know about your experience with Brian and Junction, but having been friends with Megan for so many years, Megan Park, who is married to Tyler Hilton. Yeah. Seeing her movie at Sundance, I can't wait for everyone to see My Old Ass because it is about young women written by a young woman, directed Mm -hmm. by a young woman, DP'd by another young woman. Mm -hmm. And the representation and the lens is so warm and fuzzy and it felt so real. And I was with Mm. the two little actresses in the movie afterwards just like in tears for them. I was so happy for them because it was Maddie Ziegler and Maisie Stella and these little girls who were like 20, 21 years old just got to do a movie that was so real and so lovely. And I told yeah. them, I'm like, bottle this. This isn't normal. Most young women have to do really corny shit. And you yeah. guys just got to do something so awesome. <laughs> and I'm so excited for you. And I geeked out really hard on these girls because they, yeah. by the way, they're huge One Tree Hill fans. Yes. Thank you, girls. Let's get them. It was so cool to see young women accurately represented instead of this clunky, mm-hmm. like, like bullshit at the doorway in every scene where it's like, hey, I really like you. You know that? Yeah. But there was always like a weird like, tagline in all of these scenes. Yeah. I kind, I kind of like doing this with you. Good, because we're getting married. I was like, what is happening? Cool. And like, and it, and it really is a testament, I think, to you guys that you could pull it off. But I know what you mean. In the same, in the same way you're talking about how these girls in Megan's movie got to authentically be themselves, it's mm-hmm. been so special to see the final product that Brian put together. Mm-hmm. And especially because in Injunction, he and I play spouses who are now divorced. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're co-parenting and 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 the just the way we get to talk to each other feels real. Like things are strained and hard. And then there are these moments of levity still 
where you see how much these two people have loved each other and still love each other, but you you see them in authentic conflict and then you see these bursts of their life and their history. And I think maybe it felt like such shorthand because, you know, we've been friends for 20 years. Yeah. But it it was so nice to feel like I was watching in all of our scenes a real partnership and not what we had to do on TV sometimes, which was like, we're partners, da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, we didn't have to have, like, a song or a button well, on it. We should have had that WB top hat and cane, uh, like the frog hat. Yeah. And all the- <laughs> Just make him dance across the screen every time we have to say something stupid. Uh, there was so much repetitive stuff in this episode mm-hmm. between the characters. Like, every character was talking like every other character because it was our Voldemort who wrote this. And he was very self-involved, and he wanted every mm. character to sound like him. And I can see how miserable I am, and it's really hard to watch at this point. Aww. But for those of you who hate it when I go dark, um, what I did like is all of the relationship pairings. I thought Brooke and Owen, Haley and Nathan, mm-hmm. Lucas and Peyton, Millie and Mouth. I thought that the relationship pairings and the chemistry between actors was really strong. Yes. And maybe that comes out more when the script is shit. <laughs> yeah. Look, I think sometimes, you know, I I won't say what episode, but I do remember an episode that we shot that was directed by a, a director who was first time on our show, mm-hmm. who was so, like, objectively bad. Came in and we were like, did you do any prep? Like, did you go on a tech scout? How are you here directing an episode of television? Like, you don't know. Do you know what's in this script? Like, it was such a surreal experience. But I will never forget that because all of us as a cast and all of the crew was like, "Uh uh-oh, we're really in trouble. Mm -hmm. Everybody stepped up and worked even harder and came up with solutions. And like, we put together like a a strategic response team. (laughs) It's triage. (laughs) And yeah, it was full triage. It was like, you know, red tag, yellow tag. And weirdly, the episode wound up being great because like, I think everybody hustled a little harder. And I wonder sometimes, like you're saying, if we have that in episodes like this where some of the writing's not that strong or things are repetitive or sweet mouth and Gigi are having to do the same exact stuff they had to do last week. I mean, the worst. And yet, People make it sweet and and you do see like a connection between them and it's not just base, gross. You, you see a little nostalgia in it. You see the way Nathan responds to them. Like everybody made it work even though some of what was on the page was just not that great. And I do think that's something that I really love about us. Like our little cohort had such good chemistry and we had so much fun together that when we were like, can you believe we have to say this dumb shit? We figured out how to do it. <laughs> Y'all, there was some dumb shit this episode. Can I say what I loved, though? Yeah. I loved coming into this slam ball game as all the women were, were sort of collecting. I loved our little coven in the stands. Yeah, coven. Everybody was like spicy and there was sarcasm and stress and all of it was just so great. Aside from, I don't know who told me that that one shoulder tank top was a good idea. Oh my God, your boobs look cute in that shirt. I mean, 
I think this was the year that those like sticky bras got real like popular in our wardrobe department because there's definitely like some extra help going on there in that one strap shirt. And I was like, honestly, thank you. It's the opposite of my purple purple dress at the end of the episode. I'm clearly wearing the sticky things, but I'm wearing them too low. So I look like I have the lowest grandma. Because the the V-neck is so down here. Also, that dress looked like it was two sizes too big for you. I was like, how are we not putting you in clothes that fit six years into the show? I promise my boobs don't hang that low. And not that there's anything wrong with low boobs, but just those weren't mine. Um that killed me. That's yes. never ideal. Season of the Sticky Boob. Is that the title yeah. of this episode? <laughs> I loved you yelling at Owen. I, I love Brooke just coming in hot. I also loved because everyone's in the dynamic in the beginning that then you see play out. You know, Millie's getting competitive with mouth. Brooke's yelling at Owen like everybody's doing their thing. I love Jamie as the catch up device for Sam. They used to kiss. Yes. And then he's like, they used to kiss too, Mouth and Gigi, but Mouth kisses Millicent now. And Sam is just like, this kid, the truth telling about grown-ups relationship drama from a five-year-old is like a chef's kiss thing for me because Jackson's so cute. It breaks me. Why did we make him wear that very distracting one fake tooth? The flipper tooth. Why couldn't he just have a missing tooth? That would have been so cute. Yeah. There were elements here that were very distracting for me. And this is just mm-hmm. production you know, bitchery. I don't like the fake tooth. My vote is no. Because there, you know, I have a kid that's this age and there's plenty of kids her age that are missing teeth. Some kids lose them earlier than others. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing was anytime we have a scene in the stands, we are told as actors, so we're going to put in a whole bunch of noise so it sounds really, really noisy. (laughs) So you guys have to yell over the noise your lines and then we'll put in enough sound later that it sounds natural so you're sitting there saying lucas what happened on your phone call Uh and they did not bring up the background noise on this scene sophia no we we were stranded in our Mm -hmm. audio here Mm -hmm. (laughs) wasn't great it was a lot of fake clapping Mm -hmm. whatever man we looked good we looked good we sold our lines that's all that matters and the slam ball looked cool it did. And that's one of the things I will say. It was really fun to watch this episode with one of my girlfriends because she was like, what is this sport? I want to play this. Is this as fun as it looks? I was like, yeah, we all turned into a bunch of kids and we treated every lunch like recess when the slam ball court was on stage seven. We were we were on the trampolines all the time. James looked and good. Unbelievable. Like you realize how good a basketball player he is because there's something about the the length of time that he gets to be in the air off a trampoline allows for that super extended slow motion. And you're just like, hello, how did this boy not get poached to be a Nike athlete when we were shooting our show? Like some brand endorsement person failed. They failed because look at him. There is someone out there that got fired from (laughs) the shoe companies because they didn't think to bring in Nathan Scott. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, no, he's just beautiful. and su- It's like watching a mm-hmm. swan, you know? Mm-hmm. He's really beautiful out there. Um, and, you know, it does look violent. It does look scary. I understand mm-hmm. Haley's hesitation. I don't know how many episodes poor Joy has to wince and be Worry about his back? His- yeah. Yeah. And serious business. She's been I doing al- it for <laughs> how many episodes? Yeah. I also like... 
that they figured out a way to to raise the stakes because of Nathan's injury. And Haley helps do that for the audience with her, you know, genuine worry about is her husband going to, you know, be paralyzed from this sport or not. And then at the same time, you get a lot of comedic relief in it because yeah. of Owen and the way that Brooke is yelling at him and they're kind of play fighting and they're flirting, but they're fighting. And Owen is essentially acting like a bouncer for Nathan on the court. <laughs> I did like that. I, it made me giggle. And I yeah. really, I I will say I like that, that the dynamics in the same scene gave us stakes, but also laughter. Um, also, Sam and Peyton being the same person. Obsessed. Here's how I view Brooke and Peyton. It's like, you know, with magnets, they're the same thing, right? But there's mm-hmm. different poles. And yeah. the same pole is not attracted to itself. But yes. the two different poles are locked in for eternity. And yes. Brooke and Peyton are those different poles of the same magnet. And so for Brooke to find another little baby Peyton to groom yeah. and like <laughs> raise up... <laughs> I love that she's getting to relive our high school years through this little monster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just messing everything up. Because, um, you know, we also see Peyton drawn to other people that are like Brooke. There's there's just something about those yeah. different personalities. Every TV show has it. It's the trope of, mm-hmm. like, the blonde and the brunette, the rowdy yep. one and the shy one, you know. And I like that we have that iconic dynamic mm-hmm. that we're now getting to see repeat. With yeah. Sweet Sam. Well, and I love like the perfection of the way the yin and yang fit together in mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Everything that's perfect about our friendship drives me fucking crazy with Sam. <laughs> and it's like in in all the ways that I've that you know, me and Brooke have always loved Peyton's saltiness and humor and all the things. Sam's saltiness drives me nuts. Yeah. And Brooke and Peyton used to sneak out together and they'd be out all oh, night together yeah. and they broke all the rules together. And now this tiny Peyton is sneaking out of my house and I want to wring her neck. And it's well, it's so great. That's exactly it. It's like Peyton started throwing like trick club nights and mm-hmm. Brooke thought it was awesome. It was like, yeah, let's stay out. We're going to make out with bands, whatever. Yeah. And now that this other little girl's doing the exact same thing, it is apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. I mean... What Sam does in Close Over Bros with breaking awesome. in and the party and the the red solo cups and the spray paint, it's literally our graduation party in the abandoned house. Oh my God, you're right. It's the same thing. But now that I'm in the parental role, uh, it's unacceptable. It's like you're only a couple years older. I know. It's not even like we're the age we are now where everything pisses us off. It's like we're, we're 22 20s. and she's 15. Yeah. I really liked that whole dynamic and I don't want to like jump too far ahead, but I really thought it was special that Brooke had all this comedic stuff, but also some pretty firm interactions Mm -hmm. with these young children. The way that Brooke reprimands Jamie in this episode for disappearing was incredibly important Mm -hmm. because he can't go wandering off with people and the way that Brooke reprimands and sets boundaries for Sam. Mm-hmm. Also super important. It was like, mm-hmm. that's the kind of parenting that we wanted for ourselves. That's what Brooke and Peyton wanted is just someone to hold us accountable and mm-hmm. pretend to care. Yeah. Don't leave us for months at a time. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that 
you see Sam's response to, you know, being reprimanded to immediately assume she's being kicked out. Oh, yeah. Because that's what happened every other time. Yeah. But for Brooke to say no, like, I'm setting a boundary for you. Mm-hmm. And this is your boundary in this home. It it begins to give Sam what she's always been missing. And, you know, you hear this. You always hear kids need structure. Yeah. And like, they really do. They really need it and they crave it. My kids love structure. <laughs> they don't give a shit if dad gets mad. But if mom gets mad, um, it means something because I don't yeah. like to. They, yeah, my son will tell people, they'll be like, Gus, you're making such good grades right now. And he'll say, it's because my mom cracked. <laughs> because I, you know, they like a firm boundary. They like to know where they stand with you. And mm-hmm. so for Sam to have this, good for her. I wanted it. Yeah. Um, instead, you know, we were scoundrels. We were feral, as you call Sam in this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. It's a little feral cat. Um, and I can totally understand why the little kid, Jamie, is enthralled with this older bad girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's his first crush, but it's so early that it's it's like not even romantic yet. No. He's just, he just, he's googly-eyed when he looks at her, and it's <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, that's the ticket. Um, but I also, I don't know, I like that while Brooke is trying to do all of this parenting, because she's really the only person parenting in this episode, mm. uh, that is when Owen's trying to sneak back in. He's not trying to sneak back in when she's being like cute and young, sexy and going out. It's like when she's in the thick of responsibility with all the children at her house, he's like, I'm going to come over now just to prove that I really meant it. Sweet Owen. Yeah. I also, (laughs) there's, there's elements and maybe it's because we are through Sam jumping back to who we were in high school. Mm-hmm. I love the elements that remind us of that. The throwback, yeah. the you know, the sort of identical party to our graduation party. I love the throwback to middle school dynamics with Nathan coming to the door yeah. and then realizing that Owen's right on the other side of it. Like it really is fun to to get to pull back into those those memories with these characters. Mm-hmm. James had fun this episode. You could tell yeah. how much fun he was having because yeah. in the beginning, he's playing sa- slam ball and then he gets tangled up in the Owen Brooks shit and then he gets tangled up in the mouth Gigi shit and then he's yeah. being super flirty with his wife, which yeah. I liked. I love lot. it. And he had a great scene with Lucas too. Mm-hmm. The brother scene where Nathan's making pancakes. Yes. And watch Shia LaBeouf to play him in the movie. <laughs> I was so into everyone sort of jockeying for who they want to play them in the film. And that scene in particular I thought was so sweet. Because you're right. You you can see what a good mood James is in every day. And I love that because they're having so much fun. And it's such a light conversation. That he's the one who looks at Lucas like, Hey, you big dummy. Have you not considered... <laughs> <laughs> the women you need to talk to? Yeah. Like it's not not about you, my guy. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's so funny when he's like, Well, yeah. And and he's like, and Brooks the other 50%. Ugh. Like, do you remember your own life? It is it it made me really, really giggle out loud. 
Yeah, he he was great this episode. And I think seeing Nathan be funny is not what we're used to. We're so used to him being like, oh, um, we're, I'm Eeyore. That's what he's been. He's been Eeyore. And now he's fucking Tigger, man. Dude's yeah. bouncing all over the place, being funny, a little bit worked up. I like it. Yeah, it's so great. His advice to Owen is great. You know, I mean, he's like, what did he say? He talks about like all the worst mistakes you've ever made. And he goes, yeah, what? He goes, of the hundred dumbest mistakes you've ever made, one through 99 was blowing it with Brooke Davis. And and the, well, what's the other one? The haircut? The drug addiction? Eh. Yeah. <laughs> what was wrong with his haircut? Nothing. It was just such a troll. And it was so funny. Poor Owen. We're not going to let him get off the mat, are we? We're sure not. Well, I liked that he bounced everyone out of Brooke's store. I like authority. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yelling at a bunch of 15-year-olds. Yeah. That's the thing. Owen is essentially serving as everybody's bouncer and bodyguard in this episode. He's bodyguarding Nathan. He's bouncing the kids out. And it is a really fun way to use just the natural physicality of someone like Joe. Joe is one of the biggest, physically biggest human beings any of us knows. Yes. And and when he gets to operate out of that place um, as a defender, and especially <laughs> as a comedic defender of other people, it's so cool. It's like he's so used to having to play like a werewolf or a Viking or whatever because he's big. <laughs> And it's nice to see him get to do comedy. I love it. Be funny. He was in Rampage with Jeffrey, and we took Gus to that red carpet. I had just given birth to George, and so I was like a mess. And so Jeff is having to do press, and I'm standing there on the red carpet with Gus, and Joe comes up, and he is just a wall of a man. And I'm like, Joe, buddy! And like we hug, and Gus is looking like, how do you know this person? Yeah. Who is he, this? Gus's eyeballs. I had to put him back in his head. He was so just like, what is that? I didn't know humans grew that size. That's so Yeah, cute. he's super imposing. But he and Nathan don't look dissimilar in size. Did we have James standing on something? Or is James that tall? James isn't that tall. I mean, James is pretty tall, isn't he? Like six two, and 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 Joe's like six five. Am I right? I don't know. They were lined up next to each other in some of the slam ball stuff, where even yeah. I was confused. I'm like, I was there. We had a lot of really tall boys on our show. We had the tallest cast on TV. It's any wild. other show. There were you know much 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 shorter. Our boys. And people would comment on that all the time when we did press. They're like, this cast is big. Yeah. Okay. It made doing like coverage shots kind of hard because we would have to stand on boxes so you could see us over their shoulders. Oh my God, Apple boxes all the time. All the time. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. 
Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com queens. That's rocketmoney.com queens. Rocketmoney.com queens. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. 
and it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So after Slam Ball, after Lucas announces that his book is going to get made into a movie. Mm-hmm. That's thrilling. We've got, I, I almost feel like in a way, they they leaned so hard into the comedy in this episode to misdirect the dramatic surprise about the movie at the end. Mm-hmm. Because all the way through, everybody's laughing, you know, and, and they even hearken back in this episode, they've got Haley. I'm just looking at my notes. Haley's reading the same article in B. Davis magazine that you read. Yeah, what that, is that? <laughs> there's something going on where they're really trying to lean into the, you know, the cutesy, like, funny nature of these relationships. And were they trying to make B. Davis magazine a real thing? Is that why we keep popping it uh, on the show? I don't know. I don't think they ever actually tried to launch it but they wanted it to basically on our show be the placeholder for InStyle. I remember yeah. those conversations like it should look like InStyle magazine. It should have similar, you know, articles and whatnot. They wanted it to feel like it was a really really big deal, but I I caught that in this where I was like, "Oh wait, are Nathan and Haley going to have like a moment?" Because she says, we, we split everything in the house like 50-50, right? And then it sort of went away, but... It didn't do anything. Yeah, there were there were all these funny moments. Then it goes into, you know, everyone at Close Over Bros and Jamie and Sam skateboarding around the store. And um, it's where Brooke Davis coins the term slunt because she says calling her mom a slut is not mean enough. Dude, you know there was a band in like the late 90s, early 2000s and... 
New York called Slunt because no. one of the chicks in it was a VJ. <gasps> yeah. I'm and I remember obsessed. being so scandalized. Her yeah. name was Abby. Uh, I remember she was like the metal VJ. And I remember being so scandalized. And I was like, oh my God, what's your band's name? And she was like, Slunt. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll be there. Wow. <laughs> Great. It just made me giggle so much. I was like, God, we should really bring that term back around. And and everything's really upbeat. Here's the deal. That scene of you and Millie and uh, Haley standing around, scripted terribly. So mm-hmm. much exposition. The writing is terrible. And you guys took it and you spun like Rumpelstiltskin and turned <laughs> the hay to gold. Like just the readings that you guys gave, you gave it so much life because otherwise it was just three girls standing in a unnatural circle making very expository remarks and you guys crushed it bravo i mean i will say i think we found i'm just texting you my notes because you don't have yours mine are really piecemeal sorry thanks for doing my homework um but yeah i i remember the feeling of that i remember how funny some of it was i remember when we decided to do like bad tv voice and and you've got it goes from Haley to Millie to me being like, wow, yeah, what do you think of that, Brooke? Gee, I wonder. And me being like, I don't like you. Yeah. Like we found all these little devices. Well, you're to- making fun of the dialogue by making a cheesy TV talk. It's <laughs> yeah. brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, we found these devices to like really have a good time with each other. And in the midst of it, you've got these kids cutting through the, you know, the the shots on skateboards and it's Sam and it's Jamie. And, you know, Jamie says Sam's his favorite girl now and everything is just light. And I really think it helps with the misdirect because you cut from the kids using clothes over bros as a skate park to Julian Baker walking up the steps of Lucas and Peyton's house. And you have no idea that he's about to be a villain. Okay, so I'm saying this for the benefit of our producers who are listening in. Are we booking Austin for the next episode? Because We have to. So when Sophia and I were just in Wilmington, (laughs) hanging out with Bevan and Danielle and Sammy, I told them my Austin Nichols story. And I feel like he needs to be here. He needs to be here for it, though. He should know. Yeah. (laughs) It is hard to watch this season because it is kind of undoing a lot of the work that we have done over the course of watching this show. It was like we knew when Mm. we started Drama Queens that we were going to have to talk about the shit. And for a long time, watching the episodes was feeling really, really healthy because it was like, oh, it's cathartic. We're getting everything out. And now it's really difficult for me to see outside of just like the toxic, uncomfortable Mm. shit of that year. So yeah. I do like to focus on making fun of Austin and subject matter <laughs> like that because he's gonna allows, love it. Oh, I can't wait! Uh, I posted a picture on Instagram of me with an owl out at Sundance, and that motherfucker, like thirty minutes later, is sending me a picture of the owl that lives in his tree and calling it his lady friend. And I'm just like, that's who he is. He's, he's the guy perfect. that like just takes pictures of owls in his yeah. tree. Yeah, he's. Giver. We've all we've all realized that in the ways that we thought so many of our sweet male co-stars on this show were like the little brothers we were going to have to rear like he yeah. is and we yeah. and and we love him. I 
And I mean that as a compliment, by the way, like, good yeah. God, some person's going to say something snarky on the internet. Like, we're family. We love each other. That's all. My favorite memory of Austin is so he came in very much like Julian Baker to our show, right? Yeah. And it was very like cock of the walk. I think those were his Ray-Bans. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he had been on HBO's uh, John from Cincinnati. Yeah. Which he did with Willie Garson. So he That show was so good. He had been doing, wasn't he on Deadwood too? He'd been yeah. doing really big shit. Incredible and so he came work. into our show and it was a little like, oh, okay. He, this isn't someone from our bubble. Um, but then when Jeffrey was doing The Walking Dead and I went to go visit the first year Jeff was on The Walking Dead, I ran into a very different Austin who was very like respectful and like, how are you doing, Jeffrey? Very nice to see you. And like really reserved. And I was like, that's not the guy I know. The guy I know is, you know, I'm the big shit in the room. And yeah. so I... I don't know. I really have enjoyed knowing Austin all these years at this point because he's a wonderful actor. He's really fucking fun. He's yeah. great at like extracurricular stuff. We did a lot of stuff like hangout wise after work. Um, and he made a real point out of making friends with my friends in town. Mm -hmm. And I, I appreciated that. He valued them. And I really respected that about him. Um, and so it's fun to see. I'd forgotten what the beginning of Julian Baker was getting into Me his too. SUV. <laughs> I was like, wait, he has a driver? What is going on here? Yeah. It was so funny because when when the call first came in, you know, when, when at the early part of the episode, when you see Lucas under the bleachers on the phone, I was like, oh, my God, this is the beginning of the storyline. I wonder when, when does, like— the audience meet Julian, and then it's this episode. I had no idea it happened this fast. There's a scene in the upcoming episode, I think, if my memory serves me correctly, that I remember vividly. Um, so I knew it was coming. Mm. I just didn't remember how cryptic Julian was. I forgot that when he yeah. was first being introduced, there was a possibility of it going into Matt Bar land, right? Where he's like... Sometimes I just get obsessed with things. Yeah. You know, like he's he's saying really cryptic shit where it's like mm -hmm. these Tree Hill kids have been through it enough times, like should be red flag, red flag. And instead yeah. Lucas is like, well, I guess I won't call Peyton. Let me sign this paper. <laughs> yeah. And and it was interesting knowing, obviously, the the tension that they were building for the Julian and Peyton and Lucas love triangle. It was so wild to see that scene rather than knowing nothing, knowing what was coming, yeah. because I was like, oh my God, they really do have him being kind of creepy. And and there's so much pressure, like, oh, sign this before she gets here. Your agent says to sign it. Yeah, because yeah, you should sign it. I was like, wow, this, I don't know if I read it as being so creepy then, but it made me uncomfortable. Julian becomes like kind of goofy in later, later seasons, right? Oh, well, yeah, he was supposed to be the like, bad boy movie producer super cool guy and then and by the way they also said he would be there for a time maybe break you guys up that you know there was a lot of apology from the boss that uh -huh. was like i had no idea this overlapped with your real life how weird and i was like dude i've dated like three people in 10 years what do you mean you had no idea you're my nightmare and he was like promise you guys will never have 
like you'll barely ever have scenes together, but it'll oh certainly never be romantic. God. <laughs> and then when they shifted it and and did what they were going to do anyway, um, and Julian, of course, becomes the person that Brooke marries. Um, the hilarity of it was there were other dynamics at play. Uh-huh. And our creepy boss didn't want all of Julian Baker's like cool, hot Hollywood movie star character friends coming into town. Oh, he he did not want um, any more attractive young male, right, cast members on our set to pull attention away from him. Him being our <laughs> boss, and so he is he he essentially like emotionally castrated Julian and made him into a nerd who didn't know how to give a high five. Oh, and who that's had a right. six year old be high his five. Yeah, he had he had a six year old be his best man because he had no friends. Just wild. There's so wild, much wild, wild. And we all were like, what is yeah. happening? Ooh, honey. You know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles, and the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, and with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. 
Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. It's hard to watch these episodes because it's um, it's like when you go into a cat house and you can smell mm-hmm. the ammonia, even though you don't see the cats. Yeah. I can smell the ammonia on all the different storylines here. Like, obviously, yeah. there was some manipulation happening in your storyline. Mm-hmm. In my storyline, everyone knows that my childhood friend died in Iraq. And it was yep. a horrible death. And... I was really struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the thing I was most vulnerable about most vulnerable about at this point. And so we're eight episodes in and I'm still not speaking to our boss, mm-hmm. right? Until he scripts in this USO stuff. Because in yep. my personal life, I had just gone on a huge USO tour over the summer. Mm-hmm. And it was really meaningful to me. And so you've got this person who's been so awful to you giving you this gift and it's Mm -hmm. what narcissists do they love Mm -hmm. bomb you when they can't control you and this was a really complicated storyline for me because i wanted to do nice things for the troops i wanted to draw attention to them and honor them but it Mm -hmm. was coming from someone who was not safe and Mm -hmm. it's the ammonia it's that piss smell I just, oh i want to like it i'm really struggling and then the mouth and Gigi stuff too yeah. He thinks he's mouth. And so yes. he's writing all about young women that throw themselves at the boss. And <laughs> no, hard pass. We're all literally running from you, hiding, and we have a text chain to make sure n- no one ever winds up in a room alone with you. It's like our emergency line. And, and that's how you see yourself? Like, bro, you are embarrassing. It's interesting. I didn't know if you were going to want to like get into the behind the scenes on the USO stuff because seeing you and Ernest in the episode, I was like, God, I'm, I'm so happy for this. Mm-hmm. And, and because of how obviously painful and traumatic that was in your life, not only to be able to highlight an organization you cared about, but knowing how safe you felt with Ernest and in your storyline yeah. and the fact that, it interestingly worked to bring Peyton back to the mick of it all. 
Yeah. And it was actually a really good tie-in for, yeah, I asked him to play a show for us and I'm still waiting to hear back. It, it didn't feel like a stretch. It actually really, really works for these half-siblings and their storyline with their estranged dad. And it, it was a really beautiful scene between you guys. It was nice to see you revisit um, old spaces in, in this healthy way as the adult versions of your characters. And it made me, like, as your friend, it made me really emotional because it made me think about not only how much fun we had doing the upcoming concert, mm-hmm. how special it felt, how cool it was, how it felt like this really huge way to use the privilege of this platform of a TV show, yeah. but it had such ripple effects. Like how much that whole experience working with that organization affected you. Like a lot of us went on to do USO tours because you introduced us to the organization. And it it's one of the like most indelible good memories I have of the entire run of our show. And and to know Oh, sorry. It's making me emotional just looking me at you because you're emotional. Like to know that because we were privileged enough to be there with you and and be your community when Scott passed away, that like for years these amazing things happened in his memory because of the way that you like chose to do something good with how much you loved your friend who you lost. Like that is like a top five one tree hill moment for me and you did that i love you so like our boss but you're the best (laughs) i love you thank you Um, yeah i didn't like that we had to film that scene in front of uh a military cemetery that sucked Mm -hmm. and that was like a little bit of subtext that i didn't tell anybody because like what am i going to say the locations like hey i don't want to see all the white graves stacked up you know like that yeah like this feels too hard i've been to that funeral why are we even projecting that you know um but you're right like Ernest. Ernest was so safe in a way that makes me sad we didn't have more of him like he needed that she needed a guy she could depend on and i love that we had the the Mick talk, it made everything make sense. The fact that Mick and Peyton never talked about Derek was weird. Yeah. And so being able to, you know, bookend the relationship by just like addressing it was great. I love, I love the way Ernest looks in a uniform. I love how seriously he takes it. I love that mm-hmm. he's such a stoic, stern man, you know, yeah. like he's the opposite of Peyton in so many ways. And, while I thought the dialogue that we had together in our scene was kind of dorky. <laughs> I loved... A little clunky, but you did beautiful yeah, work I love with that it. you could tell what we really meant. Like, like we're on an island, the two of us kids that nobody wants, you mm-hmm. know? I, in my perfect world, Peyton befriends her brother's mom, you know? Mm. Like, why isn't Peyton going to their house for Thanksgiving? Yeah. I hope. In, in, what do they call it, the megaverse? Yeah. That Peyton just goes over to Brother Derek's house and hangs yeah. out with his maternal side of the family. There's lots of good stuff that's teased with all the USO stuff. And we really, we had such a magical time. I mean, how many 
sold because there were people deploying the night that we went and did that and we'll talk more about it when we see that episode but we kissed so many people goodbye and they'd be like (laughs) can i have a hug and it was like yeah yeah and then we just started kissing people goodbye and you know i probably kissed more people that day than the summation of my life um so sweet sometimes you have to have a kiss parade you guys sometimes you just want to hold someone by their little cheeks and give them a peck because it's the moment. It's the moment. It's yeah. the moment. Pre-COVID. We don't do that yeah. anymore. <laughs> Absolutely not. I barely shake hands anymore. But back then, <laughs> we were kissing soldiers left and right. I know. I have to think about this messaging. I'm like, are people going to come up and be like, well, Hillary loves kisses. Let's just. No. Nope. Don't. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. Um. Yeah. Peyton kind of being off on her own island this episode. I had a number of these episodes back to back to back to back to back. Because I'm totally Mm. isolated with Derek in this one. Lucas and I had a very isolated episode. Mm. I had another, when we were in Vegas, we were isolated. Like, season six, I'm on, I don't see people, really. Yeah. I wonder if, do you feel like that's because they were trying to settle into the couples again? Because, you know, we we start the episode together, all the girls. We do have these moments of of community but you were saying it earlier they really did do a lot with these couples i don't i don't i don't really know i i can't i can't really think of where it's going aside from you know the 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 reveal of julian and knowing how weird that's going to be and knowing that we're going to have this big upcoming concert which was so amazing but i don't I don't really remember what else is going to happen, which is wild. Like <laughs> watching this episode when we, when Sam snuck out, I was like, well, where's she going? Where's she taking Jamie? Like what's, I literally didn't remember that she threw a party and closed over bros. I didn't remember any of that, which is party. bizarre. Um, I, I really liked how Joy tackled the Haley of it all in this episode because she's had to say the same thing for two seasons now. Over and over and over again. I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried, I'm worried. And she took every single one of those lines that she's already said and said them with a smile and a laugh and like Mm -hmm. a joking tone in this episode. And it made all the difference. Like it was fresh and it was cool. And I like the fun that they had together because she's not nagging him. Mm -mm. She's genuinely like, well, just don't get hurt, okay? (laughs) let's say it but say it's sexy yeah yeah i like that there's a seriousness to the subject matter they're discussing but that they're in such a good place that they're doing it in a lighthearted way Mm -hmm. and that they're trying especially Haley, is trying to be positive for him because that's real life like real life is a it's a wash of so many emotions at the same time and it is it is really nice to see them flirting and having a good time together, even though there's this backdrop of anxiety. Anxiety is the right word. When he's doing that thing where he's wincing while she plays piano and she's like, what? I can't play with you making that face. And he's like, exactly. I loved that. Yeah. That worked for me. Yeah, that was really great. Okay. I like Julian Baker letting everyone know that it's really the writers that are the big money guys. I was like, 
guys. What first-time writer do you know who's ever made $300,000 to write a script? Most writers have to turn in their first scripts on spec and pray that they get paid for them. Yeah, yeah. That was not accurate. That um, was hilarious. Cool for Lucas. Good for him. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Between the digs, that was distracting. I'm trying to think what else I liked. Oh, we need to talk about the mouth and Millie of it all and, and Gigi because... That little Kelsey is such a good actor. She and is. I can't imagine her parents, because she was still a kid, right? Mm-hmm. How old was she at this point? I mean... We never knew her real age. I think she was 14 when she first started on the show, so she might have been 18 at this point. <sighs> 17, 18, she was a baby. Yeah, and the whole, you know, mouth has to overcome this aggressive female thing and do the right thing and mm -hmm. it's really distressing um Mm -hmm. oh my god we our producer thinks she was only 17 when she had to do this yeah yeah it was a it was a weird vibe even the weirdness of them i mean they dressed her up like a man's fantasy of a college girl the stilettos Collared shirts and little argyle vests with mini skirts and stilettos. It was so um, over the top and weird. And they kept saying like, oh, well, college, college, this, that. Like it, you know, calling her the hot intern. Like it really, it just leans into this deep, like generations old misogynistic stereotype. Instead of Gigi, our classmate, we all went to school with her. And yet people are only referring to her as the hot intern, which is weird. Yeah, it's very bizarre. And it's also just bizarre. Like, look, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe this just isn't in our wheelhouse, in our community. But, like, I've never seen a woman flirt like this with anyone. Never. It's so strange the person who wrote this has never actually been flirted with because women are much more clever and subtle and Mm -hmm. have a good time when they're flirting and this is just like blatant neanderthal over the head shit that yeah a man who has never been hit on would come up with yep sexy hey sexy (laughs) hey Sexy, 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 sexy. (laughs) And then, like, you hit on his girlfriend in front of him. But, like, even having her flirt with Millie, you know, you've got great legs. Like, the whole thing was just so weird. And yet, Kelsey is such a great little actor. And she's so sweet that it just bubbles out of her, her goodness. And so, I feel like in the hands of so many other people, it would have felt scary and, like, Gigi seem like, if you really think about the way she's behaving, this is a person who is mentally unhinged. It's like Nanny Carey, like, crazy. Yes. And, and she just seems so sweet. And it's, I don't know, sweet Kelsey, just hats off to you. You didn't deserve it. But so you're perfect. So many women on our show. We've got Nanny Carey being a crazy, you're sexy, you're sexy person. Deb is, like, sex-starved. We've got Gigi being, like, crazy, sexy, sexy. How many crazy, sexy, sexy girls do we have on our show at any given time? Since my frigid wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Just got my low boobs trying to ward off Julian. 
Get I don't know. Here. Get out of here. I'm finally happy. <laughs> that, knowing that you're going to get that reveal, and you guys were so good. I mean, the shock for you when Peyton sees Julian in that hallway, and he has the nerve to call you baby. Imme- immediately, you're like, wait a second. Him finding out that the happy ending of this high school love story is Peyton and Lucas are together. Oh, my God. And he talks about how Peyton moved to L.A. And it just, oh, I had goosebumps. I was like, this makes me so uncomfortable. It's all so creepy. What are we going to do? You know what it made me think? It made me think that if he didn't know that Peyton was already back in Tree Hill and with Lucas, that means he's a pretty shitty producer. (laughs) If you don't do your homework, then you shouldn't be doing the job. Mm. Um, Sorry, Julian. Uh, We have a fan question, baby. Is there anything that we missed before we get into that? I don't think so. Oh, you know what? And maybe this is my honorable mention when I think about it, but it does feel worth mentioning. I thought one of the best lines of the episode belonged to Jamie Scott. When I tell Jamie, you can't trust people when they're bad. And he says, she's not bad. I think she's like Quentin was Mm -hmm. when he met mom. Nice, but afraid to show it. And I was like, oh, from the mouths of babes. It was such a sweet reminder that, you know, sometimes people act out because they just desperately need to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I love that that lesson came from the kid. Yeah. Oh, he's the soothsayer for sure. I mean, why is that child at Quentin's grave? Exactly. Tree Hill's bonkers. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles, and the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, and with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to cheapcaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. 
Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Okay, so now we're going to do our fan question. Okay. Ronnie wants to know, don't you find it weird that Jamie never cries or has a tantrum? He's supposed to be five. Uh-huh. It's because the person who wrote Jamie never had a child and doesn't never interacted like children. with children. Yeah, uh, has zero inkling of what a real kid does, um, which is why we should hire more women in yeah. writers' rooms. And on so sets. weird. It's almost like if people who you know had lived these experiences <laughs> were the ones writing them, they might be better. But mothers can't be writers. The job. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. I love mom writers because they nurture the characters the same way they nurture their own children. And I personally appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah my five-year-old, my kids are really dramatic. Gus used to say, why don't you just cut my head off and pour lava down my throat? And I love when kids say really weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, That's a really George, good one. George is isn't as creative, 
But every single day, she says, today's just been a really hard day. (laughs) And it's so withering. (laughs) And so I kind of like that steady rhythm of pessimism coming from my five-year-old girl. Yeah, Jamie needs to have a bad day. (laughs) Yeah, he needs to have bad days. He should have absolutely had tantrums. Mm -hmm. I love that your daughter is just a tiny Virginia wolf. She is so dark. (laughs) (laughs) Today, today has just been dark and desolate and cold. Uh, I was telling her producers before you came on, she's been throwing up the last couple days, and every time she throws up, she turns to me and goes, well, that was annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kids are weird, man. Like Jamie's saying all of this really, like, you know, kumbaya He should just be saying some weird stuff. That's accurate. Yeah. Um, We need more weird. Thank you, Ronnie. Weird. More weird. Weirdest thing about that kid is that big old fake tooth. Let's spin a wheel, baby. Let's go. What do we got? We have a most likely to... (laughs) Give it to him. I'm obsessed with this. Who's most likely to have multiple dates in one night? I mean, character-wise, it's Brooke. Absolutely. Duh. Yeah, Duh. yeah. Yeah. That's totally. A big, duh. Um, but in, in real, real life, life though. Uh, everyone's like grown up now, so I don't want to blow up anybody's spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Austin. It's Austin. <laughs> <laughs> he would admit that about himself. Yes, it's totally Austin. He's like, oh, I love cool, him. cool, cool. Day date and then He's dinner like, okay. date. And then dancing date. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I really, it's funny to like look back at all of that and realize like really even in this conversation, like you and I were just never good daters. No. And like, <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I was talking about like the way we all grew up with a friend of mine recently. And I was like, I don't know if it was m- because like, you know, was it all girls school and I learned nothing Was it like, what was it? Because we were so young when we got on our show that there wasn't like the normal time everybody else had to date and be social. It's like, I'd be friends with someone for a while. Well, we had a lot of obviously big communities, but like eventually someone sort of starts to stand out and you go, I think you might be nice enough to date. And then you date for a while. And then like, we were just never, we were never like out and single and dating the way people date. Like we were either single or we were in like serious long relationships. Yep. And I'm like, is that because we didn't grow up in dating app culture? What was it? No, I, I mean, look, I'm public school, so you can't blame it on the girls school. Yeah. I think it's that we were weird. So ambitious. <laughs> we were mm. so driven that yeah. when applied to dating and you're like, cool, first date. Are you going to be the person I marry? No, then we're wasting our time here. Like, Great. we yeah. could not take our study skills and apply them. Oh my to god! Sophia. We would try. We oh tried. my god! We made our relationships into textbooks. I'm dying. Yeah. We did homework and like all the things, girl. All I did for so long was homework. No yeah. more homework. No, we're not doing that. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, because that does speak to why it was like, eh. You go on a date, not interested. I'll just be single for three years yeah. or I'll be in a relationship for two. Yep. But there's no in between. There's. 
We're either getting a 4-0 GPA or we're dropping the class. Done. <laughs> oh, my God. Done. All right, you guys. Well, next well, study episode. buddy. Are we calling Austin for the next episode? Yes. We have to. Yes, yes. He'll do it. He He'll loves do it. us. Yeah. It's season six, episode nine, Sympathy for the Devil. Just tell him the name of the episode and he'll join us. He'll be ready to go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun, you can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 